Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, I got to tell we you know, another thing that I want to get involved in this year because their arms are wide open and they love and love. And I've been waiting for them to love and love for a while. Those coyotes are playing pretty well. And uh, they're wanting us to be part of their stuff. So we're going to do uh, something tomorrow. If you want to go over there, KUPD is going to be over at the Mullet Arena. Still haven't been there. You got to go. We're going next week. Um, we're all on the 11th. We're all going. Okay. They're going to do this awesome thing where they're helping out and letting us pick the charity that the 50-50 raffle goes to, and it's going to be awesome. So that's next. I think that's the 11th. But this week we got tickets. Uh, we're going to give away a little later uh, today or tomorrow probably. Uh, Mullet Arena. We're going to be out there from five to seven o'clock. Come out and hang out. They're playing the New York Islanders, and then. Uh, they got ticket, Creed tickets, Tool tickets. We're giving all sorts of stuff away while we're out there. But the Coyotes are playing pretty well, and nobody gives them any love, and nobody gives them any push. And I've been as guilty as anybody is not paying attention to them for the longest time. But there's something going on over there that people aren't paying attention to because uh, they finally kind of, you know, started to seem to have stable management and uh, stable ownership. We'll see. We've thought this before. Not really, actually. We haven't really thought this before. But we, we, we've hoped it before. I think there actually may be something going on where the Coyotes can get saved. The problem's going to be the arena and all the other stuff. But if I'm telling you right now, as a sports fan, whether you're, you've been... And that's one of the biggest reasons I want to get involved. I know this mullet center thing isn't going to last for another year or two. It can't. This is a temporary deal. And I'm actually... I went last year, like... Rolling my eyes, going, and I sat in that place and watched a professional sporting event in what was the Slapshot Barn with 5,000 people max, and I've never experienced a pro sporting event like that in my life. It's something they would do as like a, a promotion, like Field of Dreams. Like you don't get, you know, when uh, professional baseball teams play in spring training sites for real games. Yeah, it's small venues. It's it's this. It's uh, like your private. It is it's private your, it, game. It's exactly what it feels like, and it's and it's happening all the time, and you don't get to see that anymore. And and it's there's two sides for me with the Coyotes problem. It's the most exciting sport to watch live, and I'm not a huge hockey fan, but it is the most exciting sport to go to live in this setting. It's mind-blowing to look down and see the New York Islanders, the Chicago Blackhawks, the Boston Bruins, the Kings, the, you know, the, the Canadians, the, the Leafs, the, the traditional teams of hockey that have been around forever, playing in front of you, like Brady said, like it's a private show. 
in, in an arena that is it is unbelievable for the fan experience. And we as fans are getting screwed constantly. And I mean constantly by our sports teams. Uh, just one nickel and dime thing after another without the experience being anything more than it is anywhere else. It's a unique thing. The flip side of that is it's also an embarrassment. It's also a shining, glaring embarrassment on why the city can't get together and put this team in a decent professional arena. But while they're not in that decent professional arena, they're in a really nice small arena that changes the way you watch the game. If you don't like hockey or you're on the fence about it, you're going to love it there. It'll, it'll show, it's just like when I used to go to Roadrunner. Did you ever used to do Roadrunner games? Yeah, back way in back. the yeah, 80s and early yeah, 90s. Yeah. Oh, in the 80s, it was the best thing in the world. Tons of fights, too. Oh, they Great. fought, and the, and you could get eight bucks got you in. You could walk right to the glass, and general admission, they didn't care. Everybody paid the same, and you ended up where you ended up. It was amazing. And then, you know, in the 90s, it got a little weird because they started to charge, and again, hey, there's a demand for this. Let's start changing it. Uh, but this is as good as it gets, and it makes Isn't that you where love we the did game. the wing eating that I did that. No, that was a Coyotes game. Was that Coyotes? Yeah, okay. yeah. It was. Uh, yeah, it's it, maybe that was basketball. I don't think so. We didn't do any Roadrunner stuff. They didn't. They didn't have to pay for it. He didn't care to. But it was man. That, that was, was a Coliseum still wasn't. Yeah, it? yeah. That was and that dirt pile Coliseum, oh, which right. I still don't understand. That why is the city of Phoenix so hell bent on not fixing up the Coliseum? And giving it to the Coyotes. It's the hood around there. Nobody wants it's to. It's in Canto. Yeah. It is not the hood. Well, I mean, it's yeah, beautiful. on one side it is, but right. there is hood nearby. That are pretty hood. <laughs> yes. Okay, yeah. there's nearby hood. Yes, hood adjacent. Yes. Yeah, but there's so much activity going on around there. It's yeah. downtown. Shootings, drive-bys. Yeah. And well, the reason stuff. why, yeah, but that used to be the hood where you know all those places are. Yeah. It was the hood, and then yeah, they yeah. go in and it fixes things up, and and it also has a really. Like high end section that can maybe bleed over and make well, the hood less. Uh, and it is centrally located too, it's for the most part. Yeah. I just don't get why that isn't an option. Well, what's wrong with the Coliseum to say right, maybe it would parking cost- good? Parking's amazing. Fine. <laughs> right. Uh, the, there's exits to the freeway. Yeah. You got roads that go back and forth. Uh, you know, it's an area that's dying to be, you know, bumped up a little bit. You got all that industry stuff you could tear down and put in restaurants and malls if you wanted to. But that thing's been sitting there. The Madhouse on McDowell's been sitting there for I don't know how long. It's just the fairgrounds and a place we count ballots when things go crazy. That was essentially all we've used it for, high school games and things like that. The Coliseum, it's got to be functional somehow as a hockey arena, right? It's probably there. Well, I mean, I don't know about Mullet because I've been there, but it's probably no skyboxes, no box seats or anything like that. They did it to... They That's did it they to America at. West. They made that up to snuff. Yeah, so that was a dump, too. And they Maybe the numbers it. don't work there, but I find that hard to believe. I, I find it hard yeah. to believe when an arena costs seven or $800 million to build, and you could put $300 million into this thing and make it just fine. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're sitting at a brand-new mullet center, which wasn't cheap, and it's only 5,000 seats. I, it just doesn't add up to me. That thing seems to be the one that you... you I don't know. I'm on a thing. morning sickness. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. 
But but again, I I we talked to uh, Tyson Nash. They still haven't done my idea, which is every time there's a goal, tug that horn, tug my horn. Tyson Nash needs to say that. He wants to. Yeah. Yeah, or or just say horn man, give it a tug. One of those, just something that you know people. Oh, he's dying to do it, but he was a little nervous by that. And then uh, it just doesn't make sense. But the Coyotes have a little something going on. They're winning. They're playing winning hockey. They're I think they're last time I checked they were like nineteen fourteen and two. They're eight or nine points out of the, the everybody's kind of jumbled up, but they're in it. And why they just don't why the city can't get it together? And it's mainly their ownership. Hopefully the new owners can do it. But I'm I'm all on board with this because if if they do go away, don't let that experience of Mullet Center disappear. You're never seeing this again. Uh, unfo- we have to kind of you know make lemonades out of this big pile of dead lemons and head on over there and watch professional sports in a barn. It's unreal. I'm telling you from experience, it's like you don't get this experience. Again, every once in a while it creeps into your head while you're there. This is embarrassing. This shouldn't be happening. But take advantage of the fact that it is because you haven't seen hockey like this before. Could you imagine? I mean, this is the truth, too, because you get, you know, the greatest players that have played the game running through this thing. It would It's equivalent to having, uh, you know, let's say Michael Jordan rolled through with the Suns and they're like, we're going to play this one over here at a high at school. A high school. Yeah. yeah. You would lose your mind at that experience. And that's kind of what's going on here. It's not even Wells Fargo Arena small. It's t- it is tiny. And you walk in and you're like, you got to be kidding me. Like that arena, we played that uh, Dale Hellestray's basketball thing up there. Yeah. It was a, a basketball. Scottsdale. Beautiful. Some Scottsdale High School we played at had a cafeteria and like it had concessions. Nice. Uh, it was a, like a mini campus. You had, and what did you have on there? Michael Irvin, Emmett Smith, Troy Aikman, you. Uh, <laughs> and Matt Quan, Williams. And Quan Bolden. I don't know if Matt Quan. Williams wasn't there. Yeah, he was. Was he? Yeah. He wasn't playing. Oh, yeah, I covered him. You covered Matt Williams? Are yeah. you sure? Yep. I'm not so sure Matt Williams was actually. That's Who's one that? I would have paid attention to. Either way, because I was watching, uh, you know, Bolden. And why didn't Matt Williams go to dinner with us then? He had enough. <laughs> I think you might be misremembering this. No, I'm all on. right. Maybe he was. I don't remember that. I remember it was Mark Lewis. A lot of the news guys were there. But uh, it was people who saw that were like, I can't believe what I'm looking at here. There's NFL Hall of Fame. I remember talking to somebody in the crowd going, Kempton. I'm 10 feet away. I mean, Kempton's not somebody you mentioned. <laughs> Talking about Michael Irvin and Emmett Smith, you bring in Kempton? <laughs> I mean, Kempton's nice. Tallest I like redhead I know. I liked him, but I mean, come on. So is it like going to see Metallica at the Celebrity Theater or something? Yes. I mean, is it? There's a great comp. Okay. If you could see, yeah, like when Tool played Marquee. Yeah. And they did, or when Maynard did that thing over there, like, well, it's happening. That. You're not getting this anywhere. So we're going to put you up and we're going to get this thing done. But. Take advantage of it. Because if they do have to move, and there is a strong possibility that if they don't get anything done soon. And, hey, Indians, what's going on? We've been paying you pretty high dollars. I've been, I went to that casino over the break. Kick in. Let's throw Now that the gambling thing's out of the question, throw down an arena for this hockey They're team. They're having a tough time between soccer and hockey. Yeah, they got the rising to deal with. <laughs> right. And let's do something worthwhile then. Ugh. Build that goddamn hockey stadium, one of these Indian casinos, and make it a thing. You guys will build it. And if you, here, the other thing, Indians, if you build it, a team will come. If it's not the Coyotes, somebody else will do it. Put an arena up there and have concerts. 
you got the money, do it. Somebody help them out. But yeah, telling you right now, roll on over to that mullet center before this thing goes away. This is special. Take advantage of it. Yes, it's embarrassing. Yes, it shouldn't be happening. We all know the backstory. But while it is happening, you get to see the best players that have ever put skates on rolling around in front of 3,000, 4,000 people, and it is, it's mind-blowing. The worst seat in the house is 14 rows back. That's cool. It's insane. And then they have the standing room only thing at the end, which is just, it's all great. In fact, when they build the new arena, they should model it after this thing. The way it's built, like, on top of the ice. It's awesome. So, again, we'll get you out there. Tomorrow night we're going to be there. And then uh, next week, I think it is the 11th, uh, the morning sickness, we're going to roll over there. I'm going to have a, a night to just hang out with a bunch of folks, and we'll we'll put you in there. Trust me, this is, like you said, Metallica at the Mason Jar. Because it's, it's not a small thing to see future Hall of Famers, superstars, yeah. all these, you know. It's pretty awesome. So there I am. I'm off my soapbox. But Coliseum, Indians, I mean, come on. What are you doing? There's places. And they're close. They're not Glendale. They're not going to isolate. And Mesa's a nice thought, but it's going to isolate the Glendale people the same way Glendale isolated the Mesa people. Yeah, don't bring them over. Centralize it. <laughs> we don't want them driving over. <laughs> Damn, the Glendale avenues. people over there. <laughs> you, yeah, you know your boundary. Oh, yeah. It's like when Foghorn Langhorn put that leash on the dog and he used to draw the line. It's called Central <laughs> Avenue. You guys don't go past it. I say, and say, once you get in, once you see ST on a sign, that's streets. You're not allowed over there. <laughs> and we're not allowed in the AVEs and you're not allowed in the STs. It just works. I'm fine with it. It works. It's the way society is built. Oh my gosh, it's Wednesday. That means we got Rock Wars coming up in a little bit. It's 98 KUPD. <laughs> Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. 